everyone, welcome to All Things Iceland. This is Jules, a native New Yorker that moved to Iceland in 2016. After falling in love with the country, I started the All Things Iceland podcast and social media channels in 2018 to share with travelers and others who are interested in Iceland about the country's fascinating history, culture, nature, language, and travel. Sharing insights, travel recommendations, folklore, interviews, and so much more have helped thousands to become more familiar with Iceland and have epic adventure. The Christmas season is in full swing in Iceland, and many of my podcast listeners and followers on social media have asked me what some awesome ways are to experience Christmas in this country. Back in 2019, I shared 16 Christmas activities to do while visiting Iceland on the podcast. And while that list is still helpful, I wanted to update it a bit and kind of add some more information and links to activities that you might find helpful. Of course, Iceland during Christmas, in my opinion, is a wonderful time because it's full of unique traditions and festive activities, particularly in the Reykjavik area. Obviously, it's happening all around the country, but Reykjavik is where the majority of people in the country live. So it makes sense that there is so much happening here. So my six reasons, which I'll be giving below, are ones that will definitely help to create an unforgettable holiday experience for you and kicking it off with number one, which is my favorite. This is the way that the Christmas holidays really just cement in my mind they're here, we're doing it, and that's going to an Icelandic Christmas buffet. I like to eat all the food that I want to eat (laughs) and also be able to experience some holiday treats that are only available during this season. The Christmas season in Iceland is rich with culinary traditions and the local buffets, like I mentioned, are the best. It's a must try if I really have to you know, put some emphasis on it. And it's just not about the food, but of course there are foods like hangikjöt, smoked lamb, loivbröth, leaf bread, sörr or Sarah cookies. Like it's just phenomenal. But it is also about the experience of sharing these traditional dishes in a festive atmosphere. In my mind, it's a perfect way to immerse yourself in Icelandic culture. First of all, because you're getting all these foods that Icelanders love during the holidays, and there's normally Icelanders around eating (laughs) these buffets. So you might even come across some people that you get a chance to talk to, you know, have fun while you're in line getting stuff from the buffet. And like I mentioned, just utilizing this time to try foods that during the rest of the year are not available. For those who are all plant-based, we even have all vegan buffets, Christmas buffets. I went to one recently at Plantan Coffeehus. There's another one at a place called 27 Mathus and Bar that I'm looking forward to, and I believe also uh, Nordic House. But if you're looking for one that's more traditional that has all the meats, the breads, the fish, and all that... Hotel Borg is definitely one of them. There are different places, though. So you can look up Icelandic Christmas buffets online for the month of December. Of course, they're not happening on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. But leading up to that, it's happening a lot in so many different restaurants. These are just the ones that I've been to. So if you plan to experience an Icelandic Christmas buffet, make sure, of course, that you show up hungry. And because the food is heavy, there's lots of cream-based things. There's, of course, if you're going to eat meat, but even if you're not eating meat, like even the vegan one that I went to, it was a lot. I I tried everything, though. I was very, very, very happy. I rolled out of there (laughs) because I refused to leave without trying a bite of every single thing. And it was just, I was full to the brim, went home, laid down. (laughs) 
<laughs> for a couple of hours just to let my stomach like ease, but it was worth it. And the other thing on top of that is when you go, be open to trying different types of cuisine that you might not ordinarily come across. Another activity to do in the downtown area that I feel would be really helpful, especially if you're not familiar with Iceland and different traditions, is to go on a Christmas walk tour with the company Your Friend in Reykjavik, who is actually sponsoring this episode. And this is a guided tour that I think is, is really fantastic. So I have gone on this tour. And like I've mentioned to all of my listeners, if you're new, I do not like to recommend anything that I've never experienced. So whenever I want to partner with the company, the first thing is I always go try out the tour, whatever it is, the food, and the car, and then I can report back. And I report back to them as to whether or not I feel like it's something that my audience would enjoy, meaning like quality of experience and things of that nature. And so I was pleasantly surprised to like enjoy this. Not that I didn't think it would be fun, but, you know, I mean, it's different for everybody. And for somebody who has been getting to know this country for over seven years, it is nice to learn some more information. And what I specifically love is that this tour, the Christmas walk tour with your friend in Reykjavik, offers a blend of history, culture, folklore, and holiday cheer, which, of course, provides insights into how Icelanders celebrate Christmas. And the person leading the tour is Icelandic, and actually Jónina, so it was Stefan, who was leading the tour, and Yonina was on the tour with him. She was kind of like learning the ropes. And what's funny is that like she, if you ever get Yonina, of course, Stefan is lovely too. But if you ever get Yonina, it's interesting to walk around Reykjavik with her because she has so much family history there. Like a house where her great-great-grandmother was born, her great-grandmother was born, her mother was born. And it's just by parliament downtown. And so it's just fascinating to hear her talk about her family too, and in, in, in different traditions. And so the walk includes, like I mentioned, of course, folklore and things like that, but also around Reykjavik's beautifully decorated streets and all the stories that you get. Of course, we go by the Christmas cat, Yola Kotrin, and just around to different areas, which makes it an intimate way to experience the city's festive heart. If you use my code, all things Iceland in all caps, you can save 10% on your Christmas walk with your friend in Reykjavik. If you'd like to book the tour via the secure portal on my website, so allthingsiceland.com forward slash Reykjavik dash Christmas dash activities for this specific episode, you could do that. Also, for your friend in Reykjavik, if you use my code allthingsiceland in all caps, you can save 10% on over 40 of their tours there, including their very, their most popular one, which is the Food Lovers Walk. And uh, actually, I'm, I'm collaborating to create something for all the plant-based people out there. So keep your eye open for that. I'm excited for 2024. Next up is going on a hunt to find the Icelandic Yule lads. Yes, they are hidden all around the city, but in a way that you might not expect. So the Yule lads are a unique and quirky part of Icelandic folklore. For those who are not aware, there are 13 Icelandic Santas. <laughs> and I'll go into that in a second. But they have like... A mom who's a troll named Grilla. There's a cat, Christmas cat, that I just mentioned previously. And that cat eats children, or eats anybody, excuse me, not just children, eats anybody that does not get new clothes for Christmas. But in order to make learning about the Yule Lads and, and seeing how kind of quirky they are, Reykjavik City has come up with a fun activity for all ages. And that is searching for the projections of the Yule Lads or their family members on buildings in the downtown area. So basically downtown has turned into a playful and magical scavenger hunt. 
And like I mentioned, it's it's fun, family friendly. And on Reykjavik City's website, they announced fun prizes that are, they're giving away for those who participate in the scavenger hunt. I have a link to that in the description of this episode. In December of 2021, I shared the Yule Lads poems uh, on my podcast. In, and I said it, the poems in Icelandic and also the translated version in English for each of the 13 days that each come to town. So the Yule Lads, like I mentioned, for those who are not familiar, they come from the mountains and they each come one day at a time, starting on December 12th, I believe, and or December 11th, maybe. <laughs> it's one of those dates. Because it's like they leave, actually, he leaves December 11th and arrives like the morning of December 12th. And each day until they end up coming all are here by December 24th. And then next on December 25th, one by one, they each leave until the end of Christmas. So I start on the day when they are supposed to come to introduce their troll mother, Grilla, and other members of their family, like the Yule Cat. Number four on this list is ice skating, and specifically ice skating at Ingolstorg Square, even though there's other places that you can do it too. I'll have it the different places. And the reason why I say that is because it's just located right in the heart of Reykjavik. So like if you don't have a car or you just want to walk around the places, this is really easy to get to. I feel like ice skating there is not just an activity, it's an experience. And here's the reason why. Okay, there are lots of festive lights, which is great. It's a lovely atmosphere. It's picturesque. But also, there's one warning I have to give. And that is, the ice skating rink here is not very smooth. It's actually quite bumpy. And I, I know that people will be like, uh, well, why would I do it? Good question. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying if you want to be down there, you could even walk on it, to be honest. Um, it's really not even all that slippery. And there are Yule lads who are out there playing around with the kids and, and stuff like that. But it just, if you want to sort of get what Iceland's version of Rockefeller Center would be, this is it. I do hope, though, in the future that they make it more smooth, meaning like using a Zamboni or something, just because... In the Hapnafjörður Christmas market, which I will be talking about shortly, their ice skating rink is very smooth. And I personally love to ice skate. I did have a blast going on the, in the rink at Ingolstorg. That's also because I feel very confident on ice skates. And so if there was like a chunk of ice <laughs> missing from, you know, the rink, then, you know, I would navigate around it or I could catch myself or something. But there were parts of it that felt, still felt a little bit dangerous. So it's an experience, like I said. There are other places where you can you can ice skate where it's probably a lot less dangerous. Yeah, I guess I do have to say that. <laughs> so just a heads up, but I'll have the other places linked, such as in Loig, where they actually have a, an inside ice skating rink and they have a tree or something where I believe you could do that. I've, I've yet to do that one. I'm actually looking forward to trying it just because, like I said, I love ice skating and I'm I'm up for doing it anytime it's available. Number five is visiting Icelandic Christmas markets. So the Icelandic Christmas market in the Reykjavik area includes Ingolstorg, where I just mentioned about where the ice skating rink is, Heidmorg, Hjartatorg, and Hapnafjörður Christmas Village. They all offer their own unique experience, which is cozy and cheerful atmosphere where you can find unique handcraft goods, traditional Icelandic Christmas treats, family fun activities, and just an opportunity to celebrate Christmas the Icelandic way. These markets are a hub of local culture and craftsmanship, and so it's perfect if you're looking to get that festive spirit, but also find something that could be unique as a gift for yourself or a loved one. So here are the open, I have the open times, and of course the markets themselves on the, in the description of my podcast episode, of this episode, I mean, 
uh, on my website. And so for Ingolf's talk, I'll just give a bit of a description for each of them. And then you can decide if you want to do all of them, one of them, whichever. But Ingolf's talk, as we've been talking about, is smack dab in the middle of the city center. And it's vibrant and it will definitely have you in the holiday spirit, especially with the music playing and the children gallivanting around, ice skating, people drinking hot chocolate, eating popcorn, whatever else. So there are food vendors there. It's not necessarily that for this particular market, there's a lot of handicrafts, but there are so many stores and restaurants around where you can easily find Christmas related things. There's even like a Christmas store that's literally in this square. So no one had to set up like individual little booths just because they're the stores are permanently there. <laughs> so opening times for Ingles Tour Christmas Market is every day from December 1st until December 23rd. The Hjartator Christmas Market and Hjartator is the heart square. And this description fits well because this Christmas market is nestled in an area right off the main shopping street in downtown Reykjavik called Løgevegur. So literally you step off of Løgevegur and there's a place, a restaurant called Monkeys there. And if you just go down what looks like a, a little walking path, you'll see a sign there for this Christmas market. And here is definitely where there are booths with people selling crafts of all kind. And of course there are food vendors and music. The opening times for this uh, is weekends in December from one o'clock to six o'clock and basically ending on December 23rd, but on that day, it will be from four o'clock to nine o'clock. So weekends, and then if December 23rd doesn't fall on a weekend, then it's a you know special opening time. Now, those two markets are the ones inside of downtown Reykjavik. Now, the next two are the ones that are outside of downtown, but they're still part of the greater Reykjavik area. Hapnafjörður Christmas Village. So this one is probably my, yeah, it's definitely my fave, I would say. <laughs> and the town of Hapnafjörður turns into a winter wonderland in December. So it's not just a Christmas market, it's a Christmas village. And it takes about 20 to 25 minutes of driving to get there from downtown Reykjavik. There are lots of booths, lots, lots and lots of booths with so much fun locally made goods like soaps, candles, drinks, I even ended up buying an Icelandic-made spicy jam, like the spiciest jam, probably in Iceland, because Icelanders really don't have a palate for spice like that, just overall in general. Of course, there are people who are outside of the norm culturally, but just like in Icelandic cuisine, spicy food is not really a thing. So I was really happy to see like this one Icelandic chef who's made this insanely spicy jam, and I've been enjoying it. <laughs> so for all those who don't know, now you know, I am very much into spicy food. And if you keep walking in the small square, you will see that they even have rides for kids. So they have the rides that like lift up and kind of just twirl you around as if you were like in a little airplane or something. But then there was another ride where it lifts you all the way up or, or high, you know, enough. We're not talking about like Six Flags or Disneyland here, but, and then it drops you down. <laughs> you don't know like if you're going to drop down just a little bit or drop down a lot. So a little bit more scarier, but they have ones for different experiences, I'll say, in different age groups. And of course, as I mentioned, they have a nice, smooth and amazing ice skating rink. It's small, just like the ones in Ingolstorik is small, but at least it's much nicer to skate on. And because of all of this, I absolutely love coming here and experiencing it. And there's Icelandic Yule lads all around, hanging out, having fun. You know, Grilla one year, uh, my mom took a picture with Grilla, <laughs> who is their mom, who's a troll, and she eats naughty children. 
So, you know, if your kid is being really bad, don't bring them near Kurila. <laughs> Just give them a chance to, to turn it around <laughs> before they meet her. And so opening times for this Hapna uh, Fjordur Christmas Village is every Friday in December from 5 to 8. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 6 during the weeks of Advent. Next, and last at least for this Christmas market list, is the Heidmork Christmas Market, and that is near Etliravatsbeir. Heidmork is absolutely gorgeous. It's a small forest that's part of the Reykjavik, and it takes around 15 to 20 minutes of driving to get there. I love coming here for a couple of reasons. First, the lake. So Etliravat, which is this lake that's part of Etliravatsbeir, it is absolutely gorgeous. And, and when it freezes over, it really gives you that winter wonderland feeling. So just depending on how the weather's going, you may or may not experience that. The other is that this is a fun place to buy an extended Christmas tree if you're in the market for one. Obviously, the majority of people listening to this are not looking to buy Christmas trees because you're just visiting. But hey, who knows? Maybe you're here for a month and you want to, or two months, three months, you want to have a Christmas tree. That's totally fine. This is a good place to go and get it. And in Iceland, the Christmas trees look straggly compared to the full robust trees that you normally see in homes that celebrate Christmas around the world. However, they have their own charm. And in the past, I've purchased a tree that hardly came above my hips, <laughs> literally like the top of the tree. And it was adorable. And it was so much easier to decorate. Let me tell you, it was just nothing practically in comparison to the <laughs> decorating these full trees that are, you know, almost twice my size. So there's also a building there where they have a lovely spread of vendors selling all types of goods. So it's fun to look around, buy a unique gift for yourself or a loved one. And the opening times are starting on November 26th, and they run every weekend until the 18th of December, and the time is from noon to five. Number six is shopping for traditional Icelandic gifts. Places like the Hand Knitting Association of Iceland that sells traditional Icelandic loba pesas or sweaters, gloves, hats, scarves. Really lovely. Kirsu Beriatriev, which is owned by local Icelandic designers, or at least just local designers in Iceland, I should say. And they always have really unique things. Ramagerden is a little bit more like upscale. And again, sourcing from Iceland, from different designers. So there's a treasure trove of authentic Icelandic goods that you can get from just vendors like this, from stores like this. And of course, this is not an exhaustive list at all. I'm just giving out a few examples. But from traditional sweaters to handcrafted items, these shops offer unique, high-quality gifts that I think allow you to have some Icelandic craftsmanship that is fascinating and so unique. Of course, um, like I mentioned, there are a lot of places to buy gifts, but these three are a great places to start. Number seven has to do with these other experiences that are not particularly markets, but they definitely bring the Icelandic cheer. And that is the Lorgadalur Christmas Valley and the Outbide Open Air Museum Christmas display or experience. So the area of Lorgadalur in Reykjavik, which is not far from downtown area, transforms their botanic garden and the surrounding park into a Christmas village that is so lovely. There are tons of lights, a functioning merry-go-round. The Christmas cat apparently makes an appearance. Gingerbread cookie decorating and family puzzles at the open restaurant. So you can definitely check that out. And it's open daily from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then they're having extended hours on Fridays 
So, uh, and it'll be open until eight on Fridays to Sunday and until Christmas. And as I mentioned, the Christmas at Outbide Open Air Museum, then this is a little bit farther in an opposite direction, which is around 10 to 15 minutes driving to get there. And this is how showcases how Icelanders celebrated Christmas before modern times, when Icelanders used to live in turf houses. So think of homes, if you've never seen a turf house, it literally has grass on the roof. That is, that is the roof. And then there are stacks of turf, you know, dirt in a sense, packed dirt to make the home. And it is interesting. It's really fun. I'm just, I'm not saying it's interesting in a negative way at all. It's just more of like to think of how people used to live and how they were, you know, still being able to get into the Christmas cheer, even though things were a lot different uh, in terms of availability of things and lifestyle. And, and it was just harder, you know, to survive. Not all the houses there are necessarily turf houses. Some of them are made from wood, but just something to keep in mind. And what's cool is that you can see how traditional leaf bread or loivebroith was made or is made. It's still being made by people today, dancing and singing around the Christmas tree. They have a whole program that they do. Wool being spun. And you can even taste traditional Icelandic hangikjöt, smoked lamb. And if you really want to test the strength of your palate and smelling senses, you can even try skata, which is fermented skate. And let me tell you. I have no interest. I mean, granted, I don't eat fish anyway, but even if I did, the smell is so pungent <laughs> and so intense that it usually is off-putting to the majority of people. But this museum is amazing to visit during any time of the year. And in my opinion, it's extra special during Christmas because of all the things they're doing for their Christmas program. So this is the only place where you do have to pay for admission. All the other places I talked about, the markets, you can freely go. You don't have to worry about paying just to get into them. But because this is a museum, you, have to, you do have to pay. And it's around $15 or so. And I believe children up to a certain age are free. And the opening times uh, are Sunday, December 10th and December 17th from 1 to 4 o'clock. So as you can see, each of these activities offers a distinct slice of Icelandic Christmas culture, making for a holiday season filled with unique experiences and lots of potential memories to make. For the Random Factory episode, I'm sharing that in Iceland, Christmas lasts for 26 days. Now, I do technically have to say that it's 13 days, but, and that's a big but, that the Icelandic Yule lads start to come in almost mid-December. And starting on December 12th is when the first Yule lad comes to town and ends, meaning the last one leaves on January 6th. So from December 24th to January, January 6th, that would be like the 13 days of Christmas. However, as I mentioned, the Yule lads are an important part of the kickoff for the season. And they start to leave actually on December 25th. So when people are like, there's 13 days of Christmas in Iceland. No, they're really 26 because as the Yule lads come, little kids are putting shoes in their windows, expecting a gift if they've been good or a potato if they've been naughty. So I don't think a, a kid can get gifts for 13 days and be like, it's not Christmas yet. Right? <laughs> That's just it's my opinion. And so, uh, like I mentioned, they come one by one for those who are not familiar with it. Released with the folklore, I've done a whole series on this one December that I will share in the show notes or the description of this podcast episode. But I just find it funny when, you know, Thretantin, which is one of the folklore Fridays that I have coming up in 2024, kind of hits on the fact that 
there's this 13 days of Christmas in Iceland when in reality there's double the amount. That is just something to keep in mind uh, in terms of how the holidays work here. The Icelandic worthy episode is Yola Sveinar, which means Christmas lad. Uh, and in this case, it's Icelandic Yola lads. And just a reminder to make sure you use my discount code All Things Iceland in all caps to save 10% on your Christmas walk tour with your friend in Reykjavik and over 40 other tours that they offer. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave a written review if possible or a rating so other people interested in learning about Iceland can know what they will hear when they listen to the show. Thank you to everyone who has been leaving such wonderful reviews and sharing the show with others. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Schaumst flirtlager.